Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arm, and Neil Crabtree. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's me, Bark, with the arms to my left. Good morning. And Neil to my right. Greetings. You like that, Neil? No, 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 Bat Neil. I do like it. You know what I like? It's uplifting. Your Tiffany blue tumbler you got there, guy. It's wife. I'm sure it is. I think it's beautiful, Neil. I love those tumblers that are like cylindrical one size from bottom from the base to the tip cylindrically one size yeah, it's straight, it's ironically that's coffee. not the lid i saw you use on it last time no. <laughs> strange enough no so uh we're back and we've got one heck of an episode for you our uh three-way pod with ball blast and married to the game fairly well received a lot of folks liked it. I mean, as far lot. as the back row goes, that's as close to viral as we've been. I mean, other than that one thing you had. Dan Cummins? No, the, the STD. Oh, that's uh, that's disgusting. It was a joke. Okay. But you didn't get it, and I, you just I, I ruined the joke. All right, buddy. I'm out of the loop on it. All righty. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's just that other than that one bump you had. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Okay. Fine. Whatever. Okay, Whatever. so Whatever. anyway, so on that episode... We may have called out our friend Fuego Frank Scanduro for fun because we we do that. You called out fake Fuego Frank. Ah, we all have. A I wanted bit of fun no with him. no wrath of the Frank, and now he's apparently bringing brimstone and hellfire upon me. So he says. I was a nice guy, so nothing's coming to me. Hey Frank, don't sing I it. I don't think anybody's safe, to be honest with you. Bring it. Like I really don't think anybody's safe. I'm not scared. So, what? Okay. Did you break it? I broke something. But anyways, Frank is going to be joining us shortly. Uh, But until then, we won't keep you waiting. We do want to talk about some player battles, some position battles. But before we do that, uh, there was, uh, there's been a handful of signings and trades. Maybe not a handful, but Duran Lee. Goes to the Chiefs for a sixth rounder. I think that's significant because as much as I like Anthony Hitchens, I don't really think there's anyone there besides him that's going to be very good. I, I, so that wasn't even that, that wasn't even a steep price. I thought was a great deal for dude, him. Dude, that was a bargain. I, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's crazy to me. I mean, the kid's really still learning the NFL game. <laughs> Young, super athletic, and. You know, ends up in a, a system that you know what he doesn't. He doesn't have to be the best linebacker in the league to be effective in Kansas no, City. No. You know, a for your fantasy team and b just kind of slow down the other team. You don't have to actually stop him all the time. Just slow him down. Give Patty Mahomes a little a uh, little ice on his shoulder while he's throwing fastballs. You know, waiting off the field and he's going to be fine. I'm just more worried about somebody who can cover tight ends like that because like. Bengals messing off Ray Maluga for way too long. I do can cover tight end for his, save his life, but I couldn't stand that, and they just kept him around. Dude, right. he was like the, the, <laughs> I hate to see the consummate two-down thumper. <laughs> like, the dude it just dropped the hammer, was in the right place at the right time a lot, but you put someone who's, you know, above six foot one against him, and he's the liability. 
You okay so, over there, buddy? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I had softball practice with the kiddo until uh, literally I left there, picked up one of her friends, took her to the house, pawned him off with my wife, and said, all right, I'm going, I, I ate a Lunchable here. Like, that's, that's been my dinner. A Lunchable, you say? Normally, it's like a pile of meat with some sort of, uh, you know, vegetable to the side. These are not bad. <laughs> what the pizza one? I, I always think I would hate, but it's actually pretty decent. <laughs> it, it, all right. So what I, what I'm going to say is like I find myself uh, growing older. I grew up in a household where you finish your plate. Oh yeah, I still do. But yeah, yeah no, I, I, I do too. So like I'll get my plate and I'll eat, and then my kid who eats like three bites something, I'm like, well, I ain't gonna let that hot dog go in the trash. <laughs> then my other kid who eats you know eats the bun, I'm like, well, the hot dog's still. Good. Dude, I bet I take in like four thousand calories on an average day, just not letting food go to waste. It's, it's, well, it's like, well, I'll be dead if that goes in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what I'm gonna do? Rinse the ketchup off of it and put it back in the fridge? No. Like, man, I, just a different way of growing up, I suppose. Right. The best part of growing. I got a, up. I got a buddy. He took his kids to Disney, and he told me because I didn't buy a meal plan for myself. I'm like, that's the first mistake right there. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I literally bought my family meal plan and survived off of the leftovers. Yeah, that's what he did. He legit survived off the leftovers of what his what his kids didn't eat. And he's like, dude, I eat better than they did. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. That meal plan's it, legit. And you get you get uh you get like, you know, a variety of food. One kid gets a hamburger, eats a quarter of it, you get like chicken strips mm. and you know, maybe some riblets for the third kid. Mm, mm. Riblets. Mm, I love ribs. Nothing, nothing like a good McRib. No, I actually like actual rib, like rib meat. Not like it is. It's all rib meat with no bones in it's it. Pr- it's processed it meat that is then compressed that. into the shape of ribs. That's. Have you ever had a chicken McNugget? Yeah, it's the best kind of chicken ever, and that's the same process. I'm gonna disagree with you. If you've ever had Rooster's chicken tenders, they're amazing. Give me chicken nuggets all day. Okay. Anyways, I'm a big Popeyes fan. You know, went down south one time and literally this one of my town. It, it took every like churches stopped, canes stopped, Popeyes stopped, like every chicken place. I'm like, oh God, I don't care. I'm going to no issue with that. I'm get a four piece at every every daggone place and just love life all the way to Florida. Man, Popeyes. <sighs> churches is a damn kid too. All, all right, right, let's talk. Let's talk a little more football. The Duran Lee thing happened. Uh, now there's rumors, which I don't know about these or not, but the Jets fired their GM, and now you've got the rumors that Adam Gase isn't happy with Le'Veon Bell's contract. And Adam Gase is a crazy MFer anyways. So now there's rumors that Le'Veon Bell could be traded before the season even starts. Hilarious. What? Like, what? You already signed him. You got him. I'm sure there's a way to get out of the deal cheaper in the next year or two. Use Le'Veon Bell. Who the heck are you going to play? I mean, who's who's going like, to run the ball for they you? They don't you even have Isaiah Crowell anymore. You didn't draft a guy. <laughs> you can't really make this work. Like, what are you going to do? You going to call Oakland? And be like, hey, we're going to trade you uh, Bell for Jacobs. Oakland's going to say, nah. I, I, now, don't get me wrong. Bell's a more talented player, but absolutely, o- Oakland's just going to be like, nah, we're not taking that contract when we just drafted a rookie. No, I, I can't imagine who's going to take that on. Take on the headache for anything of value right now. It's just, I think it's just a, just a slow news day. And it's like they make up this retarded information. I don't believe it. Yeah, it, I don't like it. I, I do think Adam Gase is crazy, but yeah, I, I'm not 
not buying that Le'Veon Bell is going to be traded. Just can't see it happening. I can't see it happening either. I, that's ludicrous. It's, it's fake news. <laughs> it's ludicrous. Ludicrus is going to run the Luda. ball for the Jets. Good. Get back. Get back. You don't ne- know him like Nelly that. did it for the Mean Machine. Just saying. Nelly was pretty good with the Mean Machine. Elijah McGuire is going to run the team anyway. <laughs> well, if yeah, they trade Bell, that that could be that could be the truth. What about uh, the Cannon kid? Uh, what about him? Oh, stud. Stud. He's taking Le'Veon Bell's job anyway. Okay. I'm just joking. Don't clip that out and yeah. say Aaron Arms is an idiot. I mean, I am, but that's not a that that's not an actual statement I'm going to make. Like, stand behind. Glad. <laughs> so, any other uh, trade rumors? Patty Mahomes going for like a fourth rounder somewhere? Um, no, haven't heard that. Okay, one. okay, haven't heard that one at all. But no, that's the Duran Lee thing. That that's the one trade that comes to mind. Uh, Bruce Ellington of the Patriots. He already got dropped. Uh, I was kind of high on that signing. Apparently, he's not good enough for the Patriots that are or any team he's ever signed with. Yeah, that are depleted at wide receiver. So, who knows, man? The Patriots do what the Patriots do. So they know what they're doing. Well, yeah, but uh, Bruce Ellington, I I can't imagine he would have hurt their football team by being on it. I liked him too. I liked him in college and everything. I don't I don't know what the problem was. With Dude, it. they've got like Calvin Johnson coming back. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden. I know he was a lion goofball, like, but they're just like going to do something stupid. Like, yeah, the Lions finally signed off, and the Patriots signed Calvin Johnson. What? <laughs> like, they're they're just smarter than we are, and just accept it, accept it. Tom Brady will eventually retire. You know, the uh, the souls that Bill Belichick takes, are, they're going to run out, and he's going to eventually retire or die. The souls. Yeah, I mean, it's, something is. Ha- I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick personally knows Satan. I'm just saying. I think you've said that before, actually. I think and that's I, been said on the show I before. I stand by that. Ah, nice. Hey, I want to give a. I want to take a quick second to throw a little shout out. So, I. Uh, sorry, arms. Shameless plug time. So I do a microphone channel called Obscure Mics. Okay. <laughs> sorry, that's. That's a, a Letterkenny thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a lot of things, but definitely Letterkenny's one of them. But I do that channel, and I've met this absolutely fantastic dude. His name is Bronson. He runs the Audio Hotline uh, mic review channel on YouTube. Absolutely great dude. And you know what this dude did? So he's seen our uh, video quality on the podcast. He's seen my video quality on the Obscure Mike's YouTube channel. Probably left. Well, yeah, it's not the greatest. But, you know, I work with what I've got. That's what she said. And... uh Dude sent me a professional camera in the mail. Wow. Like, got it today. It's sweet. Sent it to me. That is, Re- fu- that made, is made a special YouTube video, set it to private, sent me the link, and in that explained what he was going to do with the camera, and then he decided, you know what? This dude I met and that we you chat with on YouTube needs better video quality. I'm going to pay it forward, send the dude a professional camera. That's awesome, man. You, Good stuff. You, you, my friend, are a five-star human being. Yes, he is absolutely a five-star human now, being. Now, it's not that everyone needs to spit and send everyone a professional mic or professional camera or professional mic. But, no, right. But honestly... Just be that guy. Be be yeah. a, a good person. Be, right? a, be the pay, thoughtful pay forward, being. right? Yeah, and and you can you can uh, bet on it. I'm going to pay it forward a couple times based off this one. So that, shout shout out there. We're probably going to have some better video quality down the line. Obscure mics first. Back row fantasy show. It, it might be a little more difficult. I've got to see if I can sync the audio up with the video and it not 
lag. We go, you know, we, we, we do such a long show that sometimes it gets off track. But I'm going to give it. And a we shot. also don't want to make sure we want to make sure our camera doesn't add 20 pounds to us. Too late. <laughs> yeah, we we, ha- late. we all have enough. It's totally the camera. Too late, man. Totally. I'm 195. It added it added 60 pounds to me. This is horse <laughs> crap. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. We are not small men. All right, we're going to hit up some camp battles. We're definitely going to hit up some camp battles. So the the first one on my mind is just because we've talked about him a lot on Twitter lately, Paris Campbell. Is Paris Campbell going to wrangle a starting job away from the likes of Dion Kane? Uh, that's about it. Well, <laughs> they, they, uh, No, no, Devin Funchess. I mean, yeah. can Paris Campbell wrangle away a starting job from one of those I mean, it's guys? hard to take a tight end's job. Yeah, but when you're a wide receiver, I, I can also see him getting a shot early, but because Deion Kane's not going to be ready until probably halfway through the season, they said. Yeah, and, I, I like Deion Kane. I, I do mean, too. I love him you know, for obvious reasons, but like he's not going to be ready for a while anyway. Am I the only guy who's like not doesn't have any affection for Deion Kane? I hear people talking about Deion Kane all the time. I'm like, he's just really uh, good in college. One of my favorite teams. Okay, like you know Deion Kane, great. You made an NFL roster. It was T.Y. Hilton's show, and you're the other guy. He had a good preseason, too. He showed a lot of optimism, and they were excited about it. Then he got hurt. There's lots of guys that had good preseasons and turned into nothing. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I, I, I just feel like this is – you know my thoughts on Paris Campbell. I think he drops the ball too much. But there's no doubt in the world that Andrew Luck is a better quarterback than Dwayne Haskins. Well, yeah. There's Absolutely. no no question about that. No question. So if if he kind of cures the drops and is just more consistent overall, Paris Hamble or Paris Hamble, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Paris, shout up, Aaron. Paris Campbell could very easily work himself into wide receiver two on the team and and work himself into wide receiver three territory for your fantasy team. Yeah, because that's what really matters. He's gonna be in the in the, at least in the top three of their guys on the field. Anyways, he's gonna be on the field regardless. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the only thing I hate about Paris Campbell in this situation, he's a very similar guy to T.Y. Hilton. I mean, they do similar things. Yeah, but uh, I, I do think that I, – I think T.Y. is more of that downfield threat, and I think that Paris Campbell can be their their screen game, their slant game, uh, shallow and take it downfield. Yep. I think – I think they have similarities, but I think they're going to be used very, very differently. So you think that Paris Campbell is, not to say he's a better receiver, but probably more versatile. Yeah, I think he's going to be more versatile. I I actually think that he could, since we're having Frank Fuego hot takes on the show, I'm going to go as far to say I think Paris Campbell could have more receptions than T.Y. Hilton. I'm going to go way out there. I bet he also has more drops. I'm going to go way out there on Paris (laughs) with that one. Hot take from Bark. 100% 100% chance he has more drops than T.Y. I'm going to change my Twitter handle to Fuego yeah. Bark. You shouldn't. Not watch the punches. The, the glorified wide receiver, he's going to be just a possession guy. going to be getting six or seven touchdowns now. Yeah, it's going to be stupid. The big dumb there. <laughs> the, the big dumb. <laughs> no, I, I do – as much as I bashed on Campbell, he, he could not have landed in a better place. No. Really no, couldn't. No, have. he couldn't. Like, have. legitimately, if – he does. He doesn't fit a need that the Patriots have. He doesn't fit a need that the you know that any other that the Chiefs have. He doesn't fit any other need like he does with Andrew Luck. Let's keep it with wide receivers before we get Frank on here. Debo Samuel 
Is Debo Samuel a lock to start? Can he wrestle away a starting job from the likes of uh, Goodwin, uh, Taylor? Matthews, we, we Pettis. Know, yeah, Matthews might get – I keep seeing Matthews might get cut. I'll believe it when I see it. But, but yeah, I mean, we know Pettis is locked in. I agree. Pettis is locked in. Is Debo going to be locked in in the slot or at the other outside spot? Debo is locked in at the slot. I guarantee that one. I don't like Trent Taylor, so I mean I think that's easy pickings for Debo. He's a significantly better slot than Trent Taylor. There's no yeah. doubt about that. So he's good one he, on the outside. I, I mean I think their best lineups good one Pettis and Debo. I 100 percent agree. I mean you put Trent Taylor back in in the four wide. Like I, I was just looking at it, Tom Barker. Their offense is actually kind of like it's gross when you look at it. Death chart wide of Kittle if Jimmy G comes back and that wide receiver core that's pretty solid. And I mean, if Jimmy G is what we thought he right. was and what we think he is, you know, absolutely. I, D- Debo Samuel could very easily be the number one wide receiver on the team. He could lead the team in receptions. He could lead the team in touchdowns and lead the team in yards. I, I almost want to buy some of them shares in the good one too. I, I have no faith faith in Goodwin, <laughs> honestly. I, I I'm completely over him. I took him, <laughs> uh, had him in a, as a keeper. I took over a terrible. It's, rebound. A, different, it's a different year though, man. Different squad. Uh, yeah, I get it. And and now he's the third best receiver on the team. Fourth once, once you count Kittle. No, there's no question about it. I'll take Dante Pettis all day over Good. I don't know. We haven't seen that yet. One hundred percent of the time. There there's no doubt in my mind that Goodwin is he's a one trick pony. That's that's the term you love to use. He's yeah. a downfield, run fast, go straight. You know, he has three routes, flag post and and fade. All right. Great. Good job. <laughs> the default Madden uh, yeah. <laughs> Madden called. You know what he is? Yeah, the, he's he's the, he's the guy on Madden that you end up with like, three hundred receiving yards because he got past everyone because you backed your quarterback up too far. <laughs> the skinny post, yeah. Guess what, guys? Fuego is, this, is, is in it, the house. Is this Frank Bonacontri? <laughs> oh, you boys have something coming to you. Oh, the other Frank. <laughs> I've got a hang-up button, too, so just in case. If, 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 you, if you're really going to bring this so-called heat like you say you're going to, you know, just just be warned. I could hang up on you, and, and if you accept my call back ten minutes later, that's up to you. But... <laughs> You, you've been fired up on the Twitter. I'm interested to see how fired up. I don't think there's no need to be too fired up, Frank. Let's still have a show. Let's talk about some position battles. But you know what? We're going to give you a few minutes. You go ahead and tee off. Go ahead, Frank. Bring exactly what you were wanting to bring. Happy Gil Morris. Happy Gil Morris. <laughs> Put the gold jacket on us, brother. All right. Well, first off, the oh. whole... You didn't want me coming back on the show. <laughs> I, I never said that. You're here, aren't you? I am here. We baited by you. By request. Well, yeah. You didn't but... bait anything. <laughs> First off, the last time I listened to this shit show was when I was on it the last time. Oh, that, that's, that's actually entirely not true because you listened to the show to know that we kind of talked true. about you. But anyhow, <laughs> continue. Because, Strike because one. I was told I was told that I should listen. By me. Right. I tuned in and I heard you didn't want me on the show. The last time I was on the show, I lost followers. So I didn't really feel like I had to come (laughs) on here anymore. Uh, Well, we're sorry about that. We didn't mean to lose you followers. I'm really sad you went from 23 to 21. I'm I'm not happy about it. (laughs) No, neither am I. So the next thing (laughs) is Arms, Arms is talking 
junk about there oh he's taking three quarterbacks. There we go. No, Aaron is talking junk. Who, who the hell's Aaron? That's you, brother. You are E R I N. Don't you start that. Double A. He's talking talking junk about me drafting three quarterbacks in before round seven and then saying that I was going to use him as trade bait. First off, I thought it was a super flex. That's my fault. I didn't check the rules. Second of all, I'm pretty sure it's worth Hold, out hold on a second. Seriously, I'll joke aside. That's you in that league? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. It's a hard attack. I didn't know that was you in that league. You didn't know that was me in... No. The it, Invitational League? In the Brill? No, 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 no. That's not the league I'm talking about, dude. What league are you talking about? I'm talking about a league that through round six, someone took Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Baker Mayfield. Is that you, Frank? No. No, that is not. They have, oh, okay, okay. They don't, they're, they're only running backs, Aaron Jones. So I, that's an entirely different animal. Yeah. I did, however, take three quarterbacks in the back row Invitational, which is one QB, which I didn't know at the time. And that's okay, I think. I mean, I don't think you should be faulted. Well, for that. Also, that, hold on a second. That's also a 16-teamer. The one I was talking yeah. about is a 12-teamer. Yeah, well. So I do. so, at that, that point, you know, one quarterback, if I knew it was one quarterback before the hand, I would have never done that. But I think it turned out pretty well because I have three 2020s, first and seconds. You have hustled your ass off, I will tell you that much. And I know that Bark was talking about, oh, he should work at a carnival. Um it's because true. you can guess ages on Absolutely. the last show. Well, you look like you could work at a carnival, my friend. <laughs> he does look carnyish. Not the face tattoos or anything. Are you saying that's it's wrong to be that way? <laughs> like you, you try, you try running a booth without yelling at hot moms, going like, "Hey, milf, hey, milf, you <laughs> yeah. want to come over here and throw the dart at the balloon? Hey, milf, guaranteed that's, winner every year." That's pure class, brother. That is pure class. So I. uh I have a, a challenge I want for you and Arm since y'all want to talk about my takes being shit and dumpster fires and all this other stuff. <laughs> you and Arms, separately, you and Arms, I want y'all to each put five takes for the NFL season together. I'll take my five best. Whoever gets the most right wins. I like when it. I win, when I win, me and Neil become the new back row fantasy <laughs> sport. Host. You don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> you don't even listen, remember? You don't even listen. Yeah. You don't want to be a part Why do you of want this? to take over the franchise? Because I want to, I want to build it into something. I want to take it from WWF to WWF. Wait, what? WWE. I, I want to build AEW. it like this. Frank, are you so nervous right now? Frank, calm I'm down. Take, put in a chew. Calm take a drink of a beer. And come back. I'm drinking. Break I'm drinking up. some Michelob Ultra. That's pure gold. No, no, no. I said a beer. Yeah, yeah, a beer. I mean, not, not a, not like a, like a really, like a slightly alcoholic water. Not, uh, not, not You're <laughs> drinking a lemon shandy. You don't want to drink mm. summer's. <laughs> yeah, they so they taste so good though, man. We can't oh, say yeah. much, right? Dude, they taste They're so tasty. good. They do. It's a, it's, a it's like drinking thing. lemonade. It makes us feel like Look. LMFAO. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but or right. that band, or or UFO. What's it? Summertime. What's that summertime song? I don't know, but it continue. Girl, so, something, so, something. So, something so, a lot. So summertime. Chinese food <laughs> makes me sick. That's how all I feel when aside. drinking shandy in the summer. All jokes aside, I love I love all, all three of y'all. No, um, we love you too. We would we wouldn't even dare talk crap if we uh if we weren't fans of Frank. Now, do I think your takes are sometimes garbageish? No, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, your your takes are hot. Your takes are hot. 
They're not but, tepid, but right? They're real. As the as the words you, I said, you, uh, you're you pretty extreme. You're pretty extreme, but and you, but you don't back down. Nope. And I, I I give you props, man. You were the first person to call the the slide of Todd Gurley. So quit with that so crap. Well, it's Todd true. Gurley's first, not okay. Maybe he slid in the draft, but like nothing's happened yet. But every, every if if it wasn't for his knee, which he called before we knew about the knee injury. February, no, February twenty second is when I was on last. February twenty second was on last, and I said that they were worried about his knees, and that just because they weren't going to re-sign C.J. Anderson doesn't mean they weren't going to do anything to secure their running back position. And what did they do? They traded up and took a running back. Because they know something's wrong with Gurley's knees. They took a good one, too. A very good one. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous that I've not landed him in a single draft so far. I haven't really been targeting him, but I still was hoping he'd fall to me here or there. Money cures all ails. A little stem cell uh, therapy, and he's going to be fine. I disagree. <laughs> I don't. Money cures everything. I, I really do Magic think Johnson. Yeah, Magic Johnson had AIDS. $100 bills would cure a lot of diseases, especially arthritic knees. Continue. Anyways, so Frank, we we started digging in to uh, some of these positional battles, rookie wise. We kind of touched on Paris Campbell, whether he can win a starting job. Debo Samuel. Uh, we got to. We talked about one other. That, that or did it. we? That was it. Yeah, we st- we stopped but at Debo. Give, give us your quick takes on those two guys. Is Debo Samuel Samuel a lock to start? Is Paris Campbell a lock to start? And then we'll kind of take it from there. And you can throw your Fuego stuff at us anytime you want. It's unscripted tonight. You can tell us Jalen Hurd's going to be the leading receiver for I think Hurd's got a he's, – I think he's solid. Oh, shut up. Jalen Hurd? So one thing is, I yes. Say, ah, whatever. One thing I want to say is, is I will say that I've noticed over, I don't know, like the last three or four months that a lot more people are coming out with hot takes. There's like apparently a hot take dynasty podcast now. Uh-oh. Um, it's rubbing off, right? I think it's a, I just think it's hilarious because, like, uh, I was on Trade Addicts Pod um, a couple weeks ago, and Russ Good brought it to, yeah, awesome. Russ, you know, Dynasty Outhouse said himself that I might say some crazy shit, but I stand by it. Unlike other people who are just there yelling and screaming, and that's the same thing Tyler told me when he brought me on DHH. He said, "You, no matter what you say, you stand by it," which is, you know, what we want. I'm just a sign guy for DHH, like I tell everybody else on all the other pods. I just stand there on the street corner, waving the Dynasty Happy Hour sign, saying, come on in, we got great stuff. Um, Spinning the sign. Like the, like the Little Caesar sign? The tax guys. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah, if anybody standing, knows about the tax guys. No, the Liberty, or the Statue they, of Liberty. They have those go. down there? There you go. <laughs> Liberty We tax. thought that was an Ohio thing, to where the dude dressed up as Statue of Liberty and spun the sign. We thought that was an Ohio thing. Um... So Paris Campbell, let's be honest, like it's it's Devin Funches. He's I'm not worried. The only thing I'm worried about is maybe Deion Kane, but at the same time, like he's coming off an injury. Like they they got some pretty high draft capital in Paris Campbell. I think they'll give him his opportunity to shine. But what about um, when he starts dropping balls like David and Joku? He's gonna he's gonna have a lot of time to at least prove himself before Deion gets. You're, back. Oh, you're right. You're right. Frank, there you are. Why do you think he's going to drop passes? Because I watch Ohio State football. (laughs) It is true. He doesn't have he doesn't have the best hands, but I mean, there's there's been other receivers that have developed and fixed their hand. Name one. Right? No, off top my head. Okay, 
but you but you know that there have been Pla- Plaxico not, Burris. Hey, not every example. receiver that there's there's some all time greats who have bad who have had bad hands, such as you know Ocho To. There you go. But most of their, uh, the critiques about them came towards the end of their career whenever they got gator arms because, you know, going Tio had it pretty bad. Yeah, he did. Tio was, wasn't like, you know, money every time you threw it to him. It's just when he caught it, you better watch out. And that, that, and I, I think that's the same with Paris Campbell. Like, when he gets his hands on the ball, you should probably watch out oh, because it, he could take it straight upfield. He is a special athlete. There's no doubt in my mind. He can be an absolute stud. And if he can work through, you know, usually it's a confidence thing when it comes to drops. If he works through that, by all means, the kid could be a stud, and I hope he is. As an Ohio State fan, I always like rooting for our own. So, these I actually still don't think he's gonna be good. I just, I just me, I mean, he's gonna get his chance to start. I don't see it. He wasn't, he wasn't exactly a top, top prospect going into the draft. So, I mean, it, it, it is debatable. There's none of us here can be like you're crazy. Now, I'll say you're crazy about Jalen Hurd, but uh, yeah, but we can digress. Work, he can work on his hands. They got the jug machines that they can put him on for six hours a day until you know what i mean like amari cooper's not a great pass catcher like he doesn't he drops no, a lot of pass no and a lot of it's muscle memory a lot of it is putting him on the jugs machine for hours on end and making it second nature to know how to catch a friggin' ball i mean in college i think they worry less about you actually catching the ball than being downfield and explosive and you know capitalizing on when you do catch it nfl's not going to stand for that i mean you can't catch it you're not going to be out there Paris Campbell's stands for not for long when you can't catch a damn ball. <laughs> Absolutely. So let, let's move on a little bit. Let's. Uh, I'm really interested. I want to talk Miles Sanders as far as like can he? And I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm not talking about guys who can win the job midway through the year. We've done that in our analysis. I'm talking about guys who can win the job in camp. So and I'm not every one of these I think are going to do that. But I want to talk about guys that it's debatable. So is Miles Sanders going to beat out that dumpster fire of running backs that Philadelphia has and be the week one starter? I think he will. I don't think he starts week one, but I think he pulls a, like a Nick Chubb and something happens to where he's starting by week four or five. My personal opinion on it. So it's, it's Jordan yeah. Howard is the man in question. I mean, Jordan Howard is going to start unless Miles Sanders can beat him. Yeah. I, don't, so. I would be happy if he, I, I, like we talked about last week, I wish he was a, a Westbrook. I mean, had he, they had, you know, thousands of touches a year. They need that. But I don't know. It's a lot of touches. Thousands. Thousands, yeah. He probably, <laughs> he, he had like Eddie, like you got to average two yards carry with a thousand he had like, touches. He had like Eddie George slash like Earl Campbell numbers as far as like the amount of touches he had between. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. They haven't had that since then. Frank, Miles Sanders, can he beat out the competition or is it is it going to be a few games for him? So what I think is, I'm not. Yes, I think he could, but I also think what they're going to do is do what Chicago did last year: is Jordan Howard's the goal line back, and he's in between the tackles, and then Miles Sanders is the Tariq going all over the field kind of running back. Well, and that's I mean, fine, but which which one year? of them is going to walk out first carry of the game week one? Starting is one. Jordan. Okay. So, so my my thing with it is, a Miles Sanders is to kind of go against your argument. He is not a Terry Cohn like player. He's more of an all around back, where Cohn is clearly and obviously a pass catching guy. You know, uh, Cohn is the guy who wants to, you know, fan out to the flats that that type of play, run screens. 
whereas Miles Sanders has the ability to run the ball. I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, Saquon Barkley and Sanders put up those numbers for three years in a row, we'd be talking about him as one of the best running backs in this year's draft class. But I think Miles Sanders is more comparable to how Kamara was coming out. Like, we didn't really know a lot about about Kamara when he came out. I'll buy that. Um, You know, he can run the ball through. Sanders had one year. Sanders had one year. He sat behind Barkley. Like, can what is he going to be able to do? You know what I mean? Like, can he? Is he going to be as slippery as Kamara is? (laughs) Or there's no, there's not very many of those in the league. But I get you. But saying like we we don't we haven't seen his full plethora of skills, and I mean they got a lot of running backs. Like they're obviously going to cut a few. I would think. You know, I would think Josh. Probably gone. Smallwood. I, I don't know about him either. Smallwood's probably toast. Yeah. I think they keep Clement just because of his pass catching ability as well. And I don't know how you, you know, I mean, who knows at that point. But if you, I think they keep Clement if they're going to transition not this year but next year to Miles Sanders being like the full down, you know, three down back. But doesn't it always feel like Smallwood is the guy who's getting cut that never gets cut. He, he will like, now. Isn't that the way it feels with him? You're like, all it's right. all time coming. He will now. Smallwood's on the roster bubble. He's about to go. They've got too many running backs, and Smallwood makes the roster. What the hell? And they, I mean, it's they, they still got what? Denell Pumphrey? No. Nah. Is he still? I, I mean, he might I know be he's never done anything. Squad. I get it. But. Okay. It's the same thing with Jordan Matthews. Like, Jordan Matthews is the guy you're like, there's, there's no way he's making the team this year. And then he goes out and he makes a team. And then he's like, Decent on the field for sixty percent of the passes, and I'm like, yeah, I, that's he's one that I uh, I don't see how they keep him on the team in San Francisco. Which speaking of Fuego takes, Jimmy G QB one overall. I love that they they got Tebow. Love that they got Heard. They got Goodwin. They got Pettis. They got Kittle. They got Men. They got Brita. They got Debo. McKinnon. Debo, they got a bunch of weapons. Right, but but I don't – okay. I, I agree with you there, but Kittle's the only established That's weapon. what I was getting to say. The only person who's a – No, Brita was good while he was healthy last year. I'm talking just strictly in the passing game. I, I mean, for, for Jimmy Garoppolo to be QB1 overall, like multiple guys are going to have to break out, not just Pettis. That wasn't horrible, and Goodwin's got over-the-top speed, you know? And to be fair, I, Jimmy G was putting up numbers of a bunch of trash too. I don't watch him but for right. a very limited amount of time. Yeah, Sam, but he was. I mean, we got the small sample size. I just don't think San Francisco is ready to to catapult Jimmy G to one overall. I agree. Ooh, I got one. I got one for camp battles. Oh, okay, good. This is this is maybe a little fuego take. Okay. I think Justice Hill takes the first carry for the Ravens this year. Oh I, man, that's I, super hot. I, I don't, don't disagree. What? I'm Justice a Justice Hill truther. Like I like the kid a lot in Baltimore, but yeah, Mark Ingram's going to be toting the rock well into well into the season Listen, before Justice Hill. I, I gets think Mark. Changed. I think that they try. They're going to try to duplicate in some way, shape, or form what the Saints did with Ingram and Kamara. All right, I, hold on. First of all, whoa, whoa. First of all. My whole argument about Ingram going there when everybody's like, oh, Ingram's going to be good in Baltimore. Like, he was good here. He was. Because we have Drew, we have Kamara, we have Thomas. Like, they weren't stacking the box. Like, everybody knows what Baltimore's going to do, and nobody's afraid of Lamar Jackson's arm. So there, they're going to. There you go. Lamar Jackson beat him. 
Ingram's not cannot run well when there's seven, eight guys in the box. He's just he he's never done it. You know, he wasn't a really uh, good goal back here. And Justice Hills was going to see a lot of snaps, I assume, in preseason, while Ingram will not. I think Justin Hill does the whole like RPO. He's the RPO Justice. back. If Ingram, that's not Ingram's. That's not Ingram's. Uh, what did I say, Justin? Yeah, you're good. Justin, sorry. We know but, what you meant. Yeah, I was just well, talking about the uh, girls' clothing RPO. line. I went to Justice yesterday. <laughs> I think he's the RPO back in in Baltimore. I, I like Justice Hill a ton, but as far as first carry of the season, I mean, I, Ingram's going to get all the opportunity in the world. But I do agree with you. I, I do think. It's going to be a heck of a lot harder for Ingram to find running room, and I think they're going to find out that Justin Hill can make it on it's his own. Justice Hill, uh, Justin now, Justin. Okay. Anyhow, but I, I do. I don't. I don't hate that take. I mean, I think Ingram's the guy, but I like. I like your thinking behind it. I think everyone has some love for the the uh, speed and agility that Hill has, and if as far as his ability to be a game breaker. Like Ingram's a, a grinder, right? He's the kind of guy that just barrels into the line three or four yards, rinse, lather, repeat. Whereas Justice Hill could crack it for seventy in theory. You know the way that he you know makes his moves, he could be a, a damn fine player in the NFL. I, I like Justice Hill next year as a as an as a fantasy asset, like a flex type play. Let's move on. I, I like that you brought that one up. He was probably going to come up eventually, but. You uh you went straight for it, and that's what we brought you on for. Some of the fuego, Devin Singletary, Frank, Arms, Neil. Uh, there's you know it, the writing is on the wall that the Bills could save a lot of money by cutting Lashawn McCoy. I give that a fifty fifty chance of happening, but I don't believe Frank Gore is going to get the same kind of carries as he did in Miami. Adam Gase loved the guy. Adam Gase is a crazy asshole. But, I mean, T.J. Hey, Yeldon was brought in very, very late. I think Devin Singletary at least has a – I'm going to give him a 40% shot to earn the role out of camp. I don't think it happens, but I do think that he opens some eyes in camp and they consider they consider it, but it doesn't happen. So I don't think he takes first carry. I don't think he's a starter, but I think by game six – that we're looking at Singletary and Yeldon as the f- the two backs that you want to own in that offense. I think Gord's going to stay just for the locker room reasons. Yeah, but so it, I, McCoy, I see like Barker said, I see him being going. I can also see, I can see Singletary starting right off the rip. I think it's possible. That's, that's, good, why that's, 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 a, that's a good take for me. I think I think one hundred percent. I believe that. If I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You can at me. I don't care. But before you go, Neil. No, but no, but like McCoy's old. Gore's old. But everybody loves Gore's locker room. Presence apparently, so he's staying, and I'll see him. Hey, let's get a rock to Frank Gore, who's older than my grandpa. You know what I mean? So and I don't, don't see forget, it happen. Boy, boy had a lot of sh- bullshit come out before the season started last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Truth. I, I mean, I can see them trading McCoy before cutting him. And you remember? I don't think the, they get value out of him. That's where the uh, problem is. Uh, they, I think they they could. If they get a, if they get a fifth rounder. Yeah. What if there's an, an injury in camp? I mean, you know, that's the perfect time to. Dangle Gore, or not Gore, but LaShawn McCoy on a string. You got an injury in camp to a team that doesn't have great depth. 
I mean, maybe the Jets are stupid. They trade Le'Veon Bell, and then they go out and grab LaShawn McCoy. Who knows? I think I think McCoy's worth, worth like a sixth or something. <laughs> I think Fitz is ambitious at that. Yeah, I mean, I I just feel like they're going to get pennies on the dollar for him if they get anything out of him. A McChicken or something? Yeah. I'll tell you somewhere I'd like to see LaShawn McCoy go as a veteran presence and a guy that could carry the ball 10, 10 times a game. Green Bay, pa- Green Bay Packers. Oh, they've got DJ in Arizona. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, but yeah, Green but. Bay. I know there's some Aaron Jones truthers out there, and I like Aaron Jones. I think he's. I think he's a solid back, but I. I don't think you could do wrong by pairing him up with Lashawn McCoy and changing the way they play football a little bit in Green Bay. Ooh, speaking of Green Bay, training camp battle. Sternberger. I hope Jace gets it. Sternberger tight end one. Jimmy Graham tight end two. I think neither one of them are fantasy relevant. Well, yeah, yeah, but we are. T- <laughs> I, I think I agree. I, I, no, I'm like, anybody, anybody attached to Aaron Rodgers in a passing game could be fantasy relevant. Could be, but tight ends never are. Um, but not never. Not more, okay, more, more often. Like one, one time with uh, with the black unicorn. I mean, the one time Martell's Bennett. That's it. Uh, Michael Finley was okay here yeah. and there. Okay. I, I mean, there's. I'm not saying. I'm. I'm not disagreeing with you. You're right. More often than not, tight end is not a uh, premium position to own for, you know, that's Green Bay pre- Packers. That's also in a previous system, so. Right. But, you know, I think Sternberger at least has a chance. I don't think it happens. I think Jimmy Graham uh, I think Jimmy Graham gets a little bit of a fire lit under him and actually, you know, walks into that job fairly easy. I think he can mark it, he can mark it down. I think Jake's probably in a, he'll have better numbers than him. Oh, he'll probably have better numbers. Before I go, Neil. No, but I think Jace will have a better season than Jimmy. I think Jimmy Graham's going to have five touchdowns. I mean, I I just don't. He's, Jimmy Graham has done has literally, literally done nothing since he left which, the Big Easy. That's what I'm saying. He's only going to have five touchdowns. He's not going to be a productive tight end. I mean, we're talking like tight end fifteen to twenty. I think Aaron, I think Aaron's going to Daniel like, Fells uh, might have more touchdowns than him this year. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, shit. Jimmy Graham is just—he's not what he used to be. He's not—he's there's no chance that he's going to be. He featured. hasn't been anything. I—I I, I think the biggest—the biggest factor is uh, to Jimmy Graham getting a starting job is that whole—he's a veteran. He's earned his job, so to speak, over the years. And I—I—I'll disagree. I think Jimmy Graham will get the start, and I think all through the season he'll actually be the tight end one. But whenever it comes to passing downs, I think they will work Sternberger in. Let's work our way down the line. <laughs> DK Metcalf, turd. Sorry. He, well, regardless if he's a turd or not, he's still he's still he's, get the day one start. He's starting. All right, that that's my most my most confident right now. Like yeah. whether he deserves anybody, to really. or he's not. Gonna start. He's gonna start off the rim. Yeah, they're depleted. Uh, Tyler Lockett is gonna play the slot, which means you got to have at least one outside guy. That's gonna be Metcalf at least for a while. I know you hate him, Arms. Dude, I he's can see gonna your be face. Such hot garbage. I but, don't think he's yeah. gonna be hot garbage. I just don't think he's gonna be. That good, but the, toward, he'll get a shot. Of course, hit. But I think Ursula will probably end up getting towards the end of the year. I like his game so far. Who? Ursula, I think that's how you say his name. No, Gary Jennings. Or, or, yeah, I'm, I'm loving me some Gary Jennings. I like, like Jennings too, but I don't think he's above Frank. Ursula. Go ahead. Uh, I, I, DK Metcalf to me is going to be the biggest bust from this draft, in my opinion. I don't think he can do anything. I, I, I've gone back and forth. On Twitter, but with uh, Jake Anderson about the DK Metcalf thing, we could all agree on this. The the Jake Anderson that that called that dude a misogynist is that the Jake Anderson we're talking about? 
Yeah, well, oh, man. He, Jake didn't call him a misogynist. No, he no, no, no. Him. I didn't read anything, so I'm not taking sides. I just I see the the Twitter battle, and I I never did bother to go back and even look any of it up because frankly, uh, frankly, ah, Frank, huh. I don't. Frankly, I don't care that much. But it was it was like, you know, I don't know. I see a Twitter battle, and I do at least read that. But I don't backtrack. Not not exactly worth the time, but. Well, I mean, it was just, that's a whole different Out of context, for- basically. You can clear it up for me right now instead of me reading. Was it just a all out of context kind of thing? All Matt Kelly said something about Jake was attacking this, this, fem- like this female analyst on Twitter. And all Jake was doing was like talking to her about, I don't even remember what player it was. They were going back, oh, it was Alexander Madison. And they were going back and forth. They weren't arguing. They weren't, neither of them would be negative. And then like Matt Kelly just like called them. A misogynist like out of nowhere well that doesn't make sense i mean good god the the girls that are in the industry i have the utmost respect for the ball blast girls for yeah, uh they're good you know casey, casey Kasem. there's there's a whole lot of them uh denver bronco fan what's her name bronco jen or bronco jenna there's so many of them that just have really good good takes and uh but at the same time like you gotta treat them the same way as everyone else if you don't agree with them tell them you don't agree with them Right, but Jake wasn't doing that. Like they uh, right, exactly. Like, he was angry. He they were just like talking about stats back and forth and and this and that. And like Matt Kelly came out of nowhere, like on his podcast one day, and started like name dropping him and calling him almost like it, that was that's it's just you know. Well, that, that, that guy must be angry. I don't think he likes us either. I was gonna say I will tell you right now, point blank, Kate Michelle. If I disagree with you, I will wholeheartedly let you know. I'm not going to like bash you as a human being and be like, oh, you're a girl. You don't know what you're talking about. No, that's childish. But if I disagree with what you're saying, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to let you, I'll I'll say, yeah, you know, but what about this? The same way I would against you, Frank, same way I'd, you know, knock on bark with his own, with takes. He's on the same damn show. Sorry. Bronco (laughs) Becca is who I was trying to think of. I don't want to call her Bronco Jen. Bronco Becca. Like Kate, Kate and Michelle, like they've they've taken off, which is great for them because their podcast is awesome. They're good interactions with on Twitter and Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, yep. Thanks, but Foster. Kate, <laughs> Kate put out the divisional things, and like all these people, were like, oh, get back in the kitchen. You don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Like, are you serious? Yeah, like, I, I that's saw, a closed mind way of thinking. I saw that. I saw somebody attack yeah. one of the ball blast girls with that crap, and it's like, dude, if you were asking to get Twitter crucified, <laughs> no, like, no. there you go. Your, your, your wish is our command because hey. we're all coming. We're all coming to bat for them. No doubt, it, and it has nothing to do with them being girls. It's like, dude, you have you listened to their podcast? They're actually good, well spoken. Everything like, the podcast is better than most of the podcasts I listen. You know, that odds I already are, like odds are whoever the other podcast is that bashes them, they're probably better than you. Listen to them and you'll realize it. Yeah, that's right. That's why I, I bash arms. I'm just better than him. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's only a certain amount of time in each day, and like I only have like the handful of podcasts that I listen to, which I feel bad because I feel like I should listen to more. It's hard. Like, it is hard. You know, I, I even listen on two times, like, and it's still rough to get through like a bunch of them. But like, There's I listen a- to Trade Addicts, I listen to our DHHs, um, I listen to y'all, I listen to. I thought you uh, didn't listen to us. I was joking. I was we we, are, we already all made up and kissed. But, but yeah, you're right. There's there's a bunch. There's only like six or seven that I listen to, and I added Ball Blast after the first time. I think the first one I I listened to was when they were doing the chugging contest, and I added them because they actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, they do. That's I actually agree. I think the first one I listened to. Pretty pretty I, amazing. I, I mean, the they, first one it's the first a half one. of Michael Ultra though. Come on. 
Yeah, I told I, <laughs> Frank. I, I want to do a chugging contest against you, though. Uh, we can do that anytime you want. I love it. Rock and roll, baby. Let's get back on track. So, yeah, uh, yeah I so, think uh, I think we've all DK. agreed that DK. I think we can all agree DK is going to start, right? It's not the it's not the question of whether we think he's going to be a bust or not, but can we all agree? Yeah, he's starting. He's going to start. Begrudgedly, he will start, and everyone will be disappointed. Barring injury, he's obviously you know you know no. This is actually what's going to happen. He's going to catch a ball for seventy yards and touchdown. Like that's why they picked him. That's why the next next game he ca- he drops like three. Pete Carroll will be like, see what we got there in the second round. You see that? You see that? See that catch? So Pete Carroll's gonna seventy rip, yards. R- Pete Carroll's gonna be ripping a shirt off on, on oh, the yeah. sideline. <laughs> doing doing the uh, the spiral hand in the ear like Hulk Hogan, like <laughs> telling the crowd to the give Petey it to Pop him was. for drafting him. <laughs> See though, hold Take on. Take your shirt off. The, in Russell Wilson's career, he's he's never had a good uh, relationship with wide receivers over six feet. That's what Gary Jennings is, and that's what Metcalf is. I like that. Now, now Earth, like I'm talking, like they said. I think somebody put it out on Twitter. I can't remember what his name is, and I apologize to whoever it is. But he said that five percent of all of Russell Wilson's passings over his whole career have gone to or have been completed to wide receivers over six feet, which is baffling to me. But I guess if you think he's had Baldwin and he's had um, Lockett. But Ursa is almost the same kind of player as Baldwin was. Baldwin was undrafted. The Seahawks traded up and and took Ursa. Um, They had same similar kind of stats in college. They're both 5'11". I think one's 185 and one's 190. And I think Ursa's the one that's going to – like, they traded back up into the draft to pick this kid. Right. So they didn't want him to get to the free agency. They knew – they obviously they knew that Baldwin's knees and, and his physical wasn't good. So I think they went in there to get Baldwin's replacement. And if that's the case, you got him on one side, lock it in the middle, and you're going to have Metcalf on the outside. Well, Metcalf can only do one thing, and that's run straight, and he can only stay on one side of the field. All he did in college. I do agree, though. I do think he's going to be pretty swell. I picked him up in free agency. I didn't get a drafting. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I uh, go ahead. Go I've, ahead. Picked up every, I've, I've picked him up everywhere I can because I think he's going to be the Doug Baller replacement. And everybody's like, "Oh, well, draft capital, this, that." Like, and I went on a whole spiel the, like a week ago, uh, you know, bringing out all these undrafted wide receivers that have had good careers or ones that are taken in five, six, seven. You don't have to be taken in the first three rounds. No. We've seen that before that all these like wide receivers that are taken in the first three rounds don't pan out. Right. So draft capital only works for the first year to like get on the field. And then your talent's gonna take over and or your work ethic and it's just you're gonna fail. I mean look at uh Laquan Treadwell, look at Josh Dotson. I mean prime examples as to why draft capital will get you your opportunity, but it won't lead to success. Right. And speaking of those kind of guys, I, Sammy Watkins came to mind a little bit there, and uh, let, let's talk about Miko Hardman for a minute. I'm still stewing about that. Well, let, yeah, let's talk about Miko. Let, let's. Uh, to me, this one isn't as cut and dry as a lot of people think because nothing's happened to Tyree Kill yet. So we have to bring that into the discussion and project whether something actually does ta- uh, happen to Tyreek. That's not necessarily true. Tyreek is on the commissioner-exempt list. Yeah. So as of right now, he, he can take part in no team activities. In correct, but something's got to happen as the season draws near. 
Is he going to be suspended? Is he not? Is Miko Hardman? We'll get off Tyree Kill since we brought that up. Miko Hardman, is he going to come out of camp with a starting spot or not? I say no. I say no. I, I don't. I don't see it either. If if um mother effort took him in the first round, but no, I'm just yeah, we're a dynasty. Okay. But, but the argument, let's not get off topic. Pretty much here, because I, I don't. I don't see him starting. I personally, I, here's what I'm, I'm going to say. I think Patrick Mahomes could make a garbage man an effective receiver in the NFL. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to get into, but that's not the, that's not the context no, right now. But I mean, it, it it kind of works to that though. He's got familiarity with what he's got. You know, I don't think that it turns Sammy Watkins into a superstar, but I do think that he's going to, you know, get more players involved than you were expecting. I do love Sammy, you know that, but like he don't, he can't stay healthy. But well, he, did, I doubt he even plays in preseason. So Sammy's going to be on the field first. Agreed. Agreed. Frank, I think he'll play in the slot. I don't think he's going to take Sammy's spot. But if we're arguing if he's taking Sammy's spot, I say no. No, he he, he won't take Sammy's spot on the field. The great Sammy Watkins. Even if, if Tyree comes back, unless Sammy gets hurt. I actually well, yeah. agree as well. And it's not because I think Sammy's good. I just, I mean, come on. I was, I was on the Marcus Robinson's going to, you know, he's going to be there too. And there's some, at least some familiarity with them. I mean, they had some success last year with him. It, right there's your, your steel number two. I, Nicole Hardman could develop into somebody good, but. The guy wasn't a superstar in college by any stretch of imagination. Yeah, but Georgia doesn't throw the ball a ton. Hmm. I'm not trying to, like, I was on Dynasty X podcast. We did, like, a, a two-round mock with, like, six of us or whatever. Yep. And I took full, I think, in at 109 just because of the opportunity. You know? If he gets on the field with Patrick Mahomes, who I think regresses this year, but still, oh, yeah. like. He has to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of hard to go up, right? Yeah. yeah, if he does, if he does, that's been scary. Yeah, if he does, put him yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Don't even wait till he's done yeah. playing. Just go ahead and put him in the Hall. And if he does, Kelsey's going to have 300 catches for 3,000 yards. <laughs> yep. As much as I wanted to be on the uh, the old Kittle for TE1 without Tyree Kill, good Lord. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's going to be just stupid good this year. Should be, yeah. Let's uh let's move on to a stickier situation in my opinion. Let's let's move to Arizona and let's let's uh let's say who comes out with starting spot starting jobs there because you got Fitz he's going to start we know that absolutely but you got Isabella you got Hakeem Butler and you have Keyshawn Johnson which a lot of pundits are saying is the most pro ready guy to play on the outside. So who who's Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Fitz, Isabella, and Butler? Is you forget Keyshawn about Kirk. Going to take one of those? Is Kirk going to start in the slot? Like what's? Yeah, there's Kirk too. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty crowded with once again unproven's outside of Fitz. It's kind of like the San Francisco situation, except muddier. In I th- my opinion, I think he, he pits when Fitz and Kirk. Yes, and I think that your number three is Johnson. I think I think eventually it will be Johnson, but I think Chad Williams will get the, the initial start. So what the heck are they going to do with Isabella? They spent a pretty high pick on him. They did. They did. I mean, but I don't see them starting him off the rip. They might. I mean, I just my best guess. I mean, I, mean, I could probably be out Chad Williams if I tried. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but eat chicken and rice for a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop drinking beer and eating carbs, right? Well, since you gave your take, I, I'm going to stick with Isabella. I had him as a top ten receiver before the draft. I have him as. 
not quite a top 10 after the draft because I, I, it is muddy there in Arizona, but I do think that I hate God. I even hate to say starter. I guess I'll say snap count. He's Isabella be, he, will be. He'll be alongside Kirk and. Yeah, sure. I think he'll be right alongside Maybe. those guys. But man, it wouldn't shock anybody if Butler or Keyshawn. See, I, I'm a 100 anti Butler. Like I think Butler completely busts. But is, I, I is think a bust. I think he's going to be garbage. Keyshawn will be the better one. I think at the end of the day, I don't but, mind Butler. I think Keyshawn is going to be the eventual, like somewhat of a Larry Fitzgerald replacement as he kind of you know goes goes away. You know, as he retires, like that's going to be your big guy, bigger guy, I guess, because Isabella's like four foot six. Um, Isabella will work his way into the slot, and I think he's going to be a productive slot guy. I mean, just look at what uh, what Kyler Murray did with Hollywood Brown. Like, you know, have that guy who can you know run those those quick routes. The, the quick slants and get open, get downfield. Like I, I love his potential, but if you if you put a gun to my head and said who's going who's got the best opportunity to start outside of Fitz, and I do think Kirk starts. I mean, I feel like it's Keyshawn Keyshawn Johnson. Plus, Kirk's gonna get like a little, I think there might be some bias too when Kirk between Kirk and Murray being both Texas A and M guys, not Texas A and M guys, but the same conference familiarity. Yep. Okay, Frank. What about you? What you got? Who you like? So, the only problem, I, well, the reason it's more muddier than San Francisco is because um, every wide receiver in Arizona is more talented than the ones in San Francisco, in my opinion. I, I don't dispute that. I think, honestly. If you go one-to-one, one, yeah, I mean. Uh, I mean, got, the, got the, the, the one versus like the Debo. one. Yeah, no, I, I get it, but. I'm not going to knock Debo versus Christian Kirk. Like, uh, I, I, that's fair. That's well, a little yeah. closer than you want to accept. Christian Kirk had Josh Rosen, who didn't have time to do anything last year. Like, you can't. I think Christian Kirk's the best wide receiver out of anybody we're talking about in Arizona. I think he will be for years. Yeah, he's gonna be start, he's gonna be starting for sure, and I think he's gonna be productive. I think Isabella starts in the slot because he's too talented. Like if you watch Isabella tapes, like he was at UMass and like was just dicking people up, like at in Massachusetts. Like he was, he's faster. He he cuts. Very, he he's got great cut um, cutting ability. He can stop on a dime, and he's got crazy speed. And he almost like when I was watching him, which it sounds weird because they don't play the same position. But when I was watching his highlight tape, he reminded me of McCaffrey when McCaffrey was at Stanford. Okay. Yeah. Now by that. I, I, yeah, I like that too. Well, McCaffrey being like Buff Bagwell now. <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah. but the, the the do all make people miss. You know. Right, yeah. Dude looks like dude looks like powder got jacked on roids. Right. Like his arms are just glaring white pieces of just muscle meat. <laughs> he needs it. He needs well, it. Well, he knows. He knows Cam's shoulder's done. So. Yeah. So Will Greer's going to run that show, boys. He's got to become Atlas now and put the world on his Cam, shoulders and run downfield with it. I said this Fuego take a couple weeks ago. Cam's done, Cam's done after this year. I hope. Yeah, Will Greer. <laughs> Big Will Greer fan Cam, Cam drafted – I mean, Cam. Cam's um, cap hit, if they cut him after this year, is like $2 million. Yeah, it's like next to nothing. $6 million or something like that, which is nothing. To an NFL team, especially drafting a will. Where did they draft a will Greer? Like the, the fourth round, third, or, mm-hmm. third, third round. Yeah, 
knowing that Cam's shoulders probably not and Cam's not going to change his playing ability. So he's still going to, you know, try to do the runs and take beatings. So I think Cam's done. But going back to, I, I think it's going to be Isabella. I think it's Isabella, Johnson, Butler in that order for the three rookies they drafted. Okay. Let's uh, let's get back on the uh, quarterback train. Does Dwayne Haskins take the job in Washington? Hands down, no doubt about it. Week That's, one, yes. Okay, he he may I not agree. even be running with the ones like part of the way through the preseason. Just like, hey, I don't need the reps. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. he's going to take a, a series. They could be smoke screens, but he's starting day one. Freaking, if I'm like, I said this on draft night when they took him. Biggest mistake that the Giants ever made because now this kid gets to play you for two times a year for the next 10 years. And he's going to remember that you took Daniel fucking Jones over. Him. Is that his and middle name? Yeah. As, as, yeah. No, it's actually Daniel fuck up Jones, but arms language. We he, let said, the host, he just said it. We let the guest hey, talk we're, like we that. We are an example. Potty. Wait, oh, Bark, didn't you, whoa, Bark, you were throwing F bombs on the last episode. I was oh. half drunk. Okay. <laughs> Drink another one. <laughs> I was half drunk. Don't criticize arms. I do, Thank okay. you, Frank. I run. You know, I'm gonna pull a. I'm gonna pull a, a dictator card here. I run this shit. If I wanna talk. If I wanna so, cuss one episode and not the next. I it's will. already open. It's already open. Yeah, so one I'm, of my one of my my post NFL draft takes that I put out was Dwayne Haskins and McLaurin are gonna be the next Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison. That's why I'm really high on McLaurin right now. Ooh. He's gonna be starting. Day I have one, taken too. McLaurin. Ooh. Everywhere for next to nothing. As I say, oh ball, yeah, you can get him cheap. Ball blast hated me for, but I think McLaurin's gonna be. I, I take McLaurin, and I honestly think that he's going to build some stupid rapport with Harmon right. too. I, I think he that freaking love Kelvin Harmon, man. I am not straying away from and, him. And at, at the Senior Bowl, like everybody loved McLaurin too. Like Gruden's loved him to death, and I, I see him being the star there. I have legitimately got both Washington wide receivers, both both the the bigger name rookies. In every rookie draft I've taken, can every I, single one of them. Can I remind you that you laughed at me when I talked about Terry McLaurin? That's before, 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 that's before he went, went with his boy. Okay, and, I just wanted to say. And, wide receiver and he's also not a, a top 10 receiver in this year's draft. Okay, I just, just wanted to throw that I'm out just, there that you laughed at me. You you pegged him as a first rounder. Okay, all right. Just, I, I it's think, okay, it's okay, all right. You got, I think the, the Redskins have a, a nice offense for fantasy wise for the next few years with Geis and McLaurin and Harmon and Haskins. I yeah, think it's gonna be I, I think it's gonna be a completely different team. I'm yeah. kind of excited for yeah, them but, to get out of the gutter. We're all excited for I'm, them and like even the Browns like it's the, I'm excited for the year. Yeah, we don't like seeing, you know, garbage bag teams get <laughs> garbage bags. I, mean, I want to see them at least go eight and eight. It's you, like it's like I said like months back, it's like like the Dolphins. I not to pick on Barker, but I'm sick of the teams just being trashed all the time. I want to see some resurgence in different squads. Yeah, know? like the Bucks, like Milwaukee Bucks of football. <laughs> Like, you know, it, it was actually so sad to watch the the Redskins. You're like, I've got to play a Redskins uh, skill position player this week. <laughs> oh yeah, like you you knew you were <laughs> taking an L, man. You, you, it's like you could always get them off waivers for the most part. But Frank, Josh Johnson's usually available on waivers. I got a question for Frank. I'm going to switch gears and do a 180 just for a minute. I assume you're also a Pelicans fan. Oh, Zion, Zion. You do know he said he didn't want to play for you guys, right? He what? He didn't say that. I didn't see that. Didn't, I saw his stepdad say that he's not going back to school next year. 
just yeah. because Pelicans are going to be the one. It seems like he's okay. I was watching, like, Stephen A. Smith show or something. Oh, well, that explains. Well, give me a break. I, it was the only thing on ESPN. I don't believe a it damn was, thing you're saying. It was two softball games in Stephen A. Smith, and I'm like, I got 15 it's minutes. It's like I said, like, it's like I told Frank on his Twitter. It's like, you got to wait till, you know, towards the draft because it, it's going to be blown up that day. I don't know what's going to happen. Something, something big is going to happen. Forgive me. Give me 30 seconds. I was talking to Zion's agent. He paid for dinner. And he told me that he's going to play for the Pelicans. He's going to play well. And if he has to play side-by-side side with Anthony Davis, who I also had lunch with his agent, he paid, that he would do what it takes to win. Okay, I'm done. They, they could suddenly have a nasty big three, though. They could. They have AD be going to the Knicks, and it's all going to go. Zana and his boys will be back together like at Duke days, and that's my opinion. All right. So, anyways, Frank, you're excited about Zion, right? Oh, like jumping up and down in my living room for the lottery. Awesome. Now back on to football. Deontay Johnson. Is Deontay Johnson going to land the starting job opposite Juju? No. No? No. James James Washington. James Washington. I'm a hard nail on that one. I mean, there's there's other spots. I mean, one of those guys could play the slot and the other outside. I will actually po- point this out because I mentioned in our uh, the the articles back here articles group. Juju chat, might play the slot actually, and it, it blew my mind. Uh, it just somehow James Washington slipped to the seventeenth round in a draft, and I'm just scrolling through. Literally took him. I want to say he's my fifth wide receiver, and I'm like, all right, that feel like it's a great pick. People were like praising, you know, someone taking Hakeem Butler, you know, in the 15th. And I get this guy in the 17th. Not a word was said. I'm like, did I miss something? Did the guy blow his ACL out or something? What happened? Like, dude, Washington's going to be a stud. So here's here's my thing, right? Let's 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 do a little history lesson for the listeners. Instead of right, could you start saying it? Okay. okay. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Okay. Okay. I like um, it. I watched the uh, the Raisins episode the other day. Cracks me up every time. I admittedly haven't uh, watched much South Park in my lifetime. Oh man, just enough to know. I'm good, I'm good. So, so let's let's think about this, right? Every time they've drafted a wide receiver, you said right again ne- instead of him. Okay, <laughs> they don't necessarily start right away. Yes, unless you like, mean MK away? Unless you're Antonio Holmes. Yeah. I think they let him sit, and they let like or he plays the the slot or he's the third wide receiver. Talking about Deontay? Yes, I think James Washington, and I'm not saying that's because James Washington's better. I'm just saying Mike Tomlin's whole like let's get the guys that have been in our system out there on the field kind of thing. They still because they still have Switzer too, don't they? Yes, I think I believe. Yeah, they do, and and then you got uh, superstar Dante Moncrief. Yeah, Ryan Switzer. I missed that when he. I thought when he leave Oakland, did they trade for him last year? Yeah, I think they traded for him either last off season or early on in the season. There's some. Uh, he got traded eight eighteen the last year. Yeah, there's some uh, some fun pictures of him and Oakland? Juju talking. I don't think it matters though. Like it's still yeah, it's going to so. be Juju James Washington. It's a little sprinkling right. into the tight ends. They saw Eli Rogers too, don't, don't they? Yeah, and that's a guy that Moncrief people, and all that too. Moncrief's garbage. I'm but, saying, but they got a lot of people ahead of him. Yeah, I just I I don't think uh, every time I hear Moncrief, I, I hear the fantasy footballers like Moncrief. Hmm. Monk. 
I, I don't think Deontay has an opportunity at all. I think there's some. He's going to have his opportunity to prove himself in camp, stuff like that, but they want all to see him starting. That's what we're talking about. No, week, I don't week either. Week 17, I don't see him starting. Way to keep it on track, Neil. That's what we're talking about. I don't see it either. Drew Locke. Drew Locke? No. Could he Could he take over? No. No? no. I agree. I think John Elway's got this, uh, you know, slight bone for Flacco. Flacco, Pro Bowl year. Mark it down. Flacco what? Pro Bowl year. Pro Bowl year. Mark oh, it down. Talk about a Fuego take. That's Fuego take. Hey, this is Frank, like, that's like ever, dumpster Fuego. Have you ever thought of adding Neil to your stable? <laughs> no. Okay. Not at all. I wouldn't either with takes like that. Sorry. Especially no. not now. <laughs> uh, you better hope for all your Noah fan shares that Drew Locke doesn't play. I think Noah fan's special talent. He'll be fine whoever plays quarterback. With Flacco. Me too. I think, yeah, fan will be good no matter what. Rookie but quarterbacks tend to Flacco, like the tight end, too. Flacco's the tight end whisperer, okay? Right. Like, Noah Fant's going to probably have 106 catches and, like, 1,300 yards with Flacco. Yeah, it's like people, per- hold on a second, but people, yeah. people are honestly forgetting. Flacco's got better receivers now, too. He has a good running back. He's going to have a solid tight end. He's, You're right. He's a, a better team around him. Right. Offensively, people yes, People forget absolutely. that. He, he didn't have anybody at Baltimore. They had like this trash I, bags I of wide that. receivers. They kept drafting them. Well, yeah, yeah but Smith. something something about that Baltimore offense just didn't. Yeah, give... they said, but Flacco's going to have a good squad around him. I'm telling you right now, like if Michael Crabtree signs to a place like New England, or signs to a place where veterans get get an opportunity, coming like, to New Orleans, he's going to have a he's going to have a better season than he had for Baltimore. Baltimore just doesn't. Utilize wide receivers but, very well. I'm, That's I'm, why I'm, I'm down like, on Hollywood. I'm not even a Broncos guy at all, but man, I'm like a, a Sanders, Sutton, Sean Hamilton. Man, I agree. Skill position <laughs> players are better. Yeah, me too. But it is part of that because Tim Patrick. I mean, they mm-hmm. they drafted a few guys, you know, in the first round and just in the first, second, third round, and just but, nobody works out. Yeah, but I'm just getting back I'm, to the fact that I think Flacco's going to be. I guess in a good my spot, question is, and then Lock, then Lock, then Lock's not going to be starting. Oh, so, so there's no chance it was Flacco's fault that those guys. A lot of it. I mean, oh really, yeah, there's a chance. There's, there's a good chance that Definitely a lot of it was. He had a rotating committee at running back. Nobody that great. But I think if you get the right combination of veteran quarterback with, I mean, look what happened. You know, I know it didn't carry over, but look what happened with Case Keenum in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It can happen for Flacco. It really can. Flacco's a better quarterback than Case Keenum. Where did Case Keenum play last year? Washington. That was a or not Washington. I'm sorry. Or was wait, Denver? Denver. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Case Keenum's not Flacco. Case Keenum's And I'm not saying Joe Flacco is yeah. great, but, but, but Case you were Keenum's saying not when you put, even you Joe put Flacco. Big talent around him. It's the same talent Case Keenum had last year. Let's. And okay. I, Case Keenum, hold I think on. I think hold Joe Flacco is better than Case Keenum, but we're, we're I'm, I'm making on. my point here. We're no, talking wait, about a first year Cortland Sutton, a first year Deshaun Hamilton, a washed up Demarius Thomas. It, oh, we're it, we're uh, talking. We're not talking about a second year. We're not talking about a second year Sutton. I believe a damn word you say. We're not talking about a second year Deshaun Hamilton. We're talking about rookies, rookies, man. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's my thing. Case Keenum last year downgraded as much as Flacco's upgrading this year. Which, when I say that, I mean he went from stealing and digs to. 
a washed up Demarius Thomas and a Sutton and a Manny Sanders. Damn straight. Flacco's moving up from, I don't even know who, Crabtree and. Crabtree, John Brown, John, Jerome Willie Brown. Bum uh, one, bum two, washed Bob, up one. Bob Jeff Brown, Brown, Jeb Brown, Dan Brown, Dan Brown, the author. Uh, Leroy Brown, Downtown <laughs> Julie Brown. <laughs> Bobby Brown. I mean, Bobby Brown. Lots, lots of lots of Browns up there. Lots of Jim Brown. <laughs> Cleveland Brown. Hey guys, Embershad Perryman. So I agree with Frank. No, I'm not saying Flacco's doing that too much this episode. You know, no, I'm not. I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I know what you're saying. Flacco's going to be. Just good enough to hold off Locke for probably half the season. Maybe better. Maybe no, able to hold him off no, the whole season. No, I, I will tell you, I don't think Flacco re- released his reins at any point during the season. But I don't think he's going to be a pro bowler. Let's mark it down, no. man. Okay, hold on, hold on a second. Let's just clarify. Neil, Neil, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Neil. Okay. All right. The AFC, okay, it has Patrick Mahomes. It has Tom Brady. It has Philip Rivers. So you're just stating the obvious to me. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I know Yoda. these things. I, I'm. I'm. It, it doesn't matter <laughs> it, how good he, those, those guys are. Okay, significantly better. Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, it, well, let's talk. You know, okay, Baker Mayfield. At least three of those guys. No at least chance. three of those guys. Okay, Time out. Let Neil talk. At least three of those guys. Well, not playing a Pro Bowl, so that puts down a few oh, more Jesus. spots. So you're making even an alternate freaking Pro Bowl <laughs> guy who gets freaking right in. That's horrible. I have, have outs. Deshaun Watson. Neil. No. No. Hold on. Hold on. Neil. What's up? The only argument is nobody is going to vote for Flacco. That, like that, that's actually a possibility. Like, Flacco could throw for 4,900 yards and 40 touchdowns. Because he's not entrenched in Denver and, and when in I'm Baltimore doing, teams, so. I'm doing my Pro Bowl rankings and I'm voting, I'm going to see Flacco and I'm going to go, yeah, no. And I'm going to keep going. Like, <laughs> Very glad you have a Pro Bowl vote. We all, we all have. Oh, I thought that was going by the Raiders. My bad. That's NBA, we all have a Pro isn't it? Who does? Who's? Who's has the writers do? My, Never mind. This is my thing. Why I don't think Drew Luck plays this year. I think John Elway has a boner for Patrick Mahomes, and he wants that situation to happen. And he knows that Patrick Mahomes sat a step for Week 17 that year, behind even Alex Smith, who clearly he would have been way better than. And they still sat him. Andy Reid still sat him for the whole season. And I think that's like Elway's going to let him sit and learn. Can I defend and, Alex and, Smith for a second here? Because he wasn't bad, they were winning. They were went like 12, 13 win wins that year. I actually feel bad for the flag he gets. I mean, he's he's solid, man. Like you can't bash Alex Smith, and you know he's he was doing finding. Well, he, he was the number three fantasy quarterback that year. You do know that, right? I'm gonna use the same argument you just did with Case Keenum. What did he do last year in Washington? He no. had hot duty around him. <laughs> If your if your most talented player is a forty seven year old Adrian Peterson and Josh Mother effing Dotson, you don't have talent. For Case Keenum, fourteen minutes ago, arms you can't <laughs> use it for one player and not use it for another. You can't flip flop your argument, but in the exact same situation, he went from having Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill on his team to whoever he had in Washington last year. Cardboard cutouts. Like you're you're going to try to defend that he's good. Alex Smith is a game manager. Yeah, oh, absolutely right. But he's a good one. <laughs> I just don't hate. I don't hate Alex Smith. And uh, well, I guess what I was getting at is you did not know 
what Mahomes was. And if you watched Week 17, Mahomes wasn't good. What, go back and watch that game. Mahomes did not put up good statistics. I want to say it was more touch or more interceptions and touchdowns that week. Well, that's going to happen from time to time. I, yeah. I, I get it, but I'm saying you didn't know what he was yet. I mean, by all means, I now have an erection for Patrick Mahomes, but for the love of God, at that point, he wasn't. Everybody. What is it? He, he was playing with a preseason squad. They sat everybody that week. Just like, I don't think even – like, any Kelsey or Hill, I don't think, played that week. Hunt, I think, might have played. But, like – I would go out there and throw four interceptions if I didn't have the starting wide receivers and I was playing with bums. Like, I wasn't even saying Watkins at the time. But. I feel like you'd go out and throw four interceptions anyway. <laughs> let's uh, let's move down the line <laughs> a little bit. Let's uh, jump ship J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Does he come out of camp with a starting job? Yes. No. Who's starting, Neil? So, so much so that they trade Alshon Jeffrey before the season starts. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't buy that. But I don't even like Alshon, but no. I mean, I love our, I love Whiteside. I think he's gonna be solid, but I just, according to the reports, he's not gonna be starting. No, I, I think that he immediately slots into the number two role. Seriously, all right. I, I like him on the opposite who, side. Who's who's going to start? Nelson Aguilar and, Desha- and um, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. But Deshaun Jackson, you know, our sake of Whiteside could Talk start. People getting hate. We're talking about people getting hate. Why does everybody hate on Aguilar? Like he's not horrible. I don't know. Aguilar's not horrible, he's but not, I think Arcega Whiteside's a better player. They wouldn't have drafted Arcega Whiteside if, if Aguilar wasn't at least barely just decent. Yeah, but I do think, I, like I said, I, I don't we, like we, we all love JJ a lot. You know what I mean? But I still see him starting. I still see it. He's like a number four guy or something. I think he starts. I think he starts week one. I, I hope th- he does. I, I, think I, I he, hope he does. In three wide receiver sets, I mean, he's going to be on the field, and I think they're, they're going he's to play like, that but, a lot. I think he's a diamond in the rough this year for people's fantasy leagues. Agreed. I went through a, an entire draft. Uh, it, rookies also involved, so complete startup from nothing, and he's undrafted as he, of right now, and it blows well, my mind. I've seen him go in the second rounders, which I think is, that's where he should be, but I don't know. I don't. Second of rookie drafts? Yeah. yeah that is that is probably back into the first, going in the second, yeah. I, I, for his sake, I, I mean, I actually hope he does start. I think he's going to be an absolute stud in the NFL. I hope so. Let's go deep. Is Kelvin Harmon going to lock down a starting job for the Redskins? Yes. Six, yes. It's sixth close. rounder, I believe. Absolutely, and, yes. It, 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 close with who? Uh, Josh Johnson. With they, 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 have, they have guys that they have yeah. a guy that they paid in Paul Richardson, but I don't believe in him. They have Josh Doxson. I don't believe in him. I mean, why not just start free, yeah, freaking fresh with, with Haskins, they Lowell, paid, McLaurin, Harmon? They paid Paul Richardson when they didn't have anybody else. Boom. That's, that's, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. I agree right? with that. I didn't say Richardson was going to start either. But, yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. You pay people when you don't know what you're going to draft. After the draft, you find out that, oh, my God, a top 10 receiver fell to us in the seventh freaking round. I probably shouldn't have prefaced talking about Paul Richardson with they paid him. But it just came to mind. They did pay him. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they want him to earn something, but ultimately I don't think there's much reason to put him out there no matter what they're paying him. I still see him starting. I hope he does, but I don't see it. Not initially. It'd be with regret that he doesn't start. But Fuego, Frank, you, you want to talk about hot takes? You like hot takes? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's, like, it's like pulling out a doggy treat. Like here, buddy. Here, buddy. Got a hot take. You got a hot take. Got a hot take. Hot but take. Hot take. Both of the Washington wide receivers are at minimum wide receiver three quality this year. Oh my god! Both over both over eight hundred yards. Yes. 
I I like the new offense in the way it's looking, but I don't think it's going to be that on, fire out of the gate. That's not a hot take. Because I that's think both wide receiver threes, I, starters I think on your fantasy team. I think McLaurin and Harmon both start for that team. I and agree, if they don't but they're bi week fantasy guys. Going to be if they don't start. I mean, if if they don't have eight, over eight hundred yards, the Washington offense is going to be dog shit. Well, yeah, it is. Okay. So I'm saying both of those are basically top 45 guys. I think McLaurin would be pretty solid. I think, I think, think McLaurin is not so much of a hot take. As much There's as 30 as teams in the league. So you would say that 29 other guys in theory could be better than them. Or excuse me, 32 teams in the league. I'm a dumbass. But yes, you are. 31 other guys immediately being better than them. And then there's a lot of teams that have two stud receivers. So I think they both work their way into top 45. Now, they had, it, teams, well, they had 30 teams in the league when Peter North was on VHS. Like oh, I love it. That's a long time ago. 32 teams. God, Peter give North me a break. such a great series. I was in middle school when the, te- I mean, when the Panthers and Jacks came. But I think both are going to be fine. I was in school uh, when Peter North put out his probably, you know, 25th video. Hmm. So I have a question. Yes. Okay. What are y'all – in Cincinnati, does Gio lose the start – like the, the backup role to mix into either Anderson or Williams? Nope. As much as I think that Anderson is actually a, a significantly better running back than Geo, I don't think that his skill set m- translate to what they want Geo to do. I mean, so, to be no. fair, it's, it's, just, it's still like Bixon than everybody else anyway. Yeah. And you know, I like Travion Williams. I think Travion Williams yeah, could I, prove I said I like to be Williams the replacement for 2020. But Bernard, they're going to they're gonna use – they're going to get their money's worth out of Bernard, I guess I should say. They're, they're going to run gonna the rest sure. of the value out of him. They're, yeah, they're going to they're gonna drain him dry before he's gone. And I don't mean he's going to get more carries than usual. I mean, he's going to get – when Mixon's not on the field, it's going to be Bernard. Why let somebody else get beat up in pass protection? Right, especially one guy that's that needs to sit a full year just to get healthy and another guy that just wasn't that hot of a prospect. Geo was a bigger prospect than, than Travion. Sorry, it, Stoops. Everybody was excited about Geo. They were. They well, yeah. Were. He was uh he was an electric uh North little Carolina dude. guy. Yeah. Throw your hands up, take your shirt off. Uh all right, so let's let's finish this Ooh, out. A, well, hold I got a couple more I want to talk about. I'm you just know? okay. Me, well you go ahead. You got me in mini camp. Go what? ahead. Oh, shit, no. Oh, Harris. Damien? Yep. What nice. about him? Sony Michelle's job. I did hear, you know what? The Ball Blast girls made a good point. I, I will say the ball, you know, Sony Michelle was not fully healthy all year last year. He came out of college and into the draft with some concerns about bone on bone in his knee. JJ. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he is JJ. I like Sony Michelle. As long as I he love can work. Yeah. I love him if he's healthy. Me too. As long as he can work through whatever issues there are in his knee, no worries. But if it starts to become a girlyish problem, a JJ-ish problem, uh, Damian Harris is uh, would be on deck, in my opinion. Here's what I'm going to say about, say about Damian Harris. I think he's going to be enough of a thorn in your side to piss you off as a Sony Michelle owner. That's what that's what he's going to do. 
It's going to That's be. That's why you don't draft New England running backs. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Been saying that for a year and a half or two years now, actually. Yeah. Where's this leaves James White? It's all I want to know. Uh, I think he still has James the same White's role. Same role. Same role. Thanks. Thanks. You and me, Coke. I ain't buying nobody, Coke. <laughs> so I, here's another question I got. And this is on the IDP side, which y'all should love. Yes, I we do. do. Josh Allen in Jacksonville. Okay. Now that we know about the – who was it? Miles Jack? No, not Miles no, Jack. Who tri- was it? Telvin. Telvin Smith. Telvin Smith retired. He didn't retire. Not quite yet. He's he didn't le- retire. He's, he said he's taking a break from the game. He's leveraging. He's he's if they throw enough money at him, he won't he won't go anywhere. All of a sudden, his love for the game will come back. Oh yeah. Oh, that's why I love the game. <laughs> I had an epiphany. Greenbacks. <laughs> Continue. Uh, do we? How many sacks do you project him having this year? Nine. And that deep. Mm, nice. Eight. Nine. I was going to say I was going to say uh, eight and a half over under. So actually, I mean, his points wise, I can see him getting over 180. Jeez, well, it depends on league format, obviously. Um, I I think he's going to be a that's a, top ten in linebackers. Whew, 180s top ten. Yeah, it would be perfect. in yeah. our league in our yeah. league of record. Yeah. Okay, I'm in like that's heavy seven. heavy hitting. I, I can see him being the guy that uh, he's going to get a lot more tackle. He's not to me. Allen is not just going to be a pass rush specialist in that that defense. Yeah. There's a lot of places you could put him to where he's worthless. All right, mm-hmm. for for unless you have a, a league that has six points per sack, he's worthless. But in Jacksonville, I think he's going to be a stud. Yes, and 180 points. Yeah, I agree. But I, I, I think it's become part, part of the resurgent resurgence of the Jacksonville defense. Mm-hmm. All right, Miles Gaskin. Uh, nothing. I, I like the. Uh, the I cheap, like him as as a potential a potential third down back, and I like him as a third string back. Like I don't think you need to hang on to an older veteran if you got a Miles Gaskin. Obviously, no more Frank Gore, but he left before that. But yeah, I don't. I, I think Kenyon Drake. This is this is it. He's either going to do it or he's not. <laughs> yeah. And and I think if they commit to him, he's going to do it as long as he's healthy. I think Kalen Balage is a fine running back too, with running back one upside on the team, not fantasy. I think he's a running back. Four with two upside in fantasy, but Miles Gaskin it's going to take an injury for him to to really or two sniff or two to sniff yeah. the. That's one of our taxi squad. That's all I want him for. Yeah, it, I've got him on a few taxi squads because I have Kenyon Drake in a few leagues. Right, so. that's what he's on him. But no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not buying Gaskins unless he's uh, taxi squad cheap. Yeah, I have absolutely no thought process of Gaskins becoming fantasy relevant. Barring two injuries, I'll toss one on top of that though. Raquel Armstead. Oh, I was just uh, that. Who was the one of the last two I was going to ask you about? Okay. <laughs> I, lo- I love him. He, he's excellent handcuff value. I love him. I, I like. I, I literally and love him. Fournette, Fournette can't stay healthy to save his life. He couldn't do it yeah. while he was here. That was two. He hasn't done it in the NFL. Yep. Like. McGillisley visited visited there today. <laughs> oh boy, he's going to have a three touchdown game and oh fade into irrelevancy. I'll add the caveat: Raquel Armstead. He was on my radar, but not enough to talk about on the show because we didn't have we don't do three hour shows unless it's a ball blast and married to the game episode. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I do like Raquel Armstead. I liked him before the draft, but I didn't think he'd be worth talking about because I didn't think anybody would take him high enough. 
that changed. He went to the perfect situation. Absolutely. For a guy that was on the outside looking in at opportunity. Perfect situation. I do not like Leonard Fournette. Dude's a knucklehead. Dude's got an ankle that's never going to be healthy. I, just, I stand by I that. Gotta, he has some off-field issues. Twenty-first for him. I don't hate it. Mm. I like Raquel Armstead that much. That team's still so, going to want to run the ball. It's not as if they got Nick Foles and they're going to be like, let's let's patty Mahomes this bitch up. That's <laughs> not happening. They, they don't have like a stud wide receiver either. That you know. I think they have so many wide receiver twos on that team. It makes you sick. <laughs> I think DD they just has don't potential. have. They just don't have a solidified wide receiver mm. one yet. Like every one, no. they've got like four guys that you're like, man, that's an awesome wide receiver too. DD's gonna make it. happen. He'd be a great compliment to Juju Smith Schuster, a great compliment to Antonio Brown, but you're like, oh, he's the feature. Uh, what about Bruce Anderson? What is it? Bruce Anderson in Tampa. I, no. I mean, who? Ronald Jones didn't show us anything. I, I think Ronald Jones actually uh, it lights fire under his ass. I think uh, I think last year was uh, going to be an awakening for him. And you know what? He could play completely out of the NFL. But I feel like there's some. All the reports I've seen has been that he's been showed up in shape, has looked good, and I think that he's going to finally work his way into a starting role and not be great, but be fine. Tampa Bay is going to be that team that gets uh you know a good ways into to June teetering on July and they're going to be that team that kicks the tires on a Jay Ajay or LaShawn McCoy or LaShawn McCoy if he's available they're they're going to be that team that goes out and gets some insurance they they seemingly like what you know Ronald Jones is showing right now but they're they're going to kick the tires on the on some guys maybe even an Alex Collins I mean they're they're going to they're going to bring a few guys in as camp bodies and see if anybody can can jump they into call, that possible call backup Cleveland. role. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they could call Cleveland. I mean, I, I stand by it from the beginning. Cream Hunt's going to be available. I think he's oh, going to be absolutely. available. So. John Dorsey only signed him so that when the suspension is over, he's going to play him one game. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to get seven carries, and he's going to average five yards a carry. Because they got yeah. OBJ and Landry yep. and Njoku. I'm not and even convinced that they want rid of Duke Johnson. I think, I think the longer time goes on, that they're they're trying to keep Duke kind of convinced that hey man, just stick around and wait this out. You haven't seen our plan yet, mm-hmm. and our plan is to send, you know, Kareem Hunt to the Texans or something. You know, they keep I talking, that they, they keep talking like that, they want that Johnson around. That that'd be ridiculous in Texas, by the way. Mm-hmm. Houston, Jesus Christ, or Tampa. Uh, I'm, sick, I'm sick of James Winston. <laughs> Sorry, Kareem, Kareem Hunt in Houston just gets nasty so I was real thinking, quick. I was thinking this the other day, speaking about a Houston. Uh, I can't think of a wide receiver, maybe y'all can, that had worse quarterback play for most of his career than DeAndre Hopkins and still was like top three or four wide receivers in fantasy. Like Andre Johnson. I'll say Houston Texans. Yeah, that's that's I like that. I mean, yeah, who the heck? Who who has could, the Houston Texans? Could you actually say AJ Green? No, yeah. no. Uh, I mean, AJ Green never had dare, Tom Savage throw him the ball. Disrespect the Red <laughs> Rock, Rocket like that. Yeah, hey, I'm a big guy. I'm a big Dalton fan too, but I I call a spade too a spade. Too many losing, <laughs> losing his job to Ryan Finley. Well, he probably will. He might. I hope he does. Jarvis Landry made a pretty good career in Miami with you know garbage truck quarterbacks. You're right. <laughs> You're right. 
but name. But he wasn't wide receiver three or four. Real, real quick, tell me who played quarterback for Andre Johnson. <laughs> like Castle. Matt Schaub. Okay, and David David Carr. Yeah. Like okay, so I, I, I feel like stuff this. I feel like I made my point. David Carr throw to Andre Johnson. I believe so. Okay. Matt Schaub. Matt. I said Matt Schaub, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, Brandon Whedon. Wow, I forgot about that one. I feel like I'm, I'm, my point is continuously being made when <laughs> yeah, you're talking about bad quarterback Pat, play. Brian Fitzpatrick, wasn't he there? No. No. No, Cincinnati to Buffalo to Tampa, I believe. He's been to 30 to 32 teams. <laughs> he is the Did Gus Fraud of the NFL. All right, I'm looking this up just so we can get some more fun names. TJ Yates. TJ, okay, continue. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think he ever threw TJ. Frank was right. Ryan Fitzpatrick was in Woo. Houston. Did he ever I play? It. I don't remember it, but wow. Uh, Brock Osweiler, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, but I don't. I think that was all post Andre Johnson. Ryan Mallett. Yeah, I'm when, just naming Houston. I'm just impressed at how many terrible quarterbacks <laughs> played in Houston. When did, Andre Johnson, when did Andre Johnson retire? Like, what, he, he, came, he came in in 2000, correct? Uh, that sounds right. This list is so bad, they got Cecil Shorts playing quarterback for Houston Texans. <laughs> Not even joking. Jake DeLome, Rex Grossman, Josh Johnson, uh, Braxton Miller apparently threw the ball once or twice. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick had 2,400 yards and 17 touchdowns and 8 interceptions in 2014 with the Texans. Look at that. 2003 Kellen to 2014. 2003. Jeff Garcia. Jesus Christ, and he played till 2014? That's insane. Yeah, so he was with Ryan Fitzpatrick because – was his quarterback his last quarterback ever? Dude, I'll say this looking at the pictures. Portland Finnegan was his pitch. David Carr is dreamy. <laughs> he is just so dreamy. If that guy had a line, he would have been really good. He looks like that. Jesse Palmer, but better. <laughs> it just just to throw this out here because I, uh, for some reason, uh, Andre Johnson popped in my head uh, a few days ago. 1,062 receptions, 14,185 yards. And oh, seven, 70 touchdowns. Average 13.4 reception. We had like over 100, 100 receptions. How many years? Basically <laughs> all of them. Like 110 plus. Top 10, top 10 of all time, Andre Johnson. He's definitely <laughs> in the conversation. That 2001 Miami Hurricanes team is so nasty. Oh, are you referring to the one that Ohio State beat? I didn't that's say championship? that. I was just curious if that's the one you're talking about. The one of Frosco Parish. I know yeah, you're... that same that same Ohio State team that lost to LSU in the national championship. Yeah, the one that Dustin Fox planted. I don't know if it's the same team because I believe Ted Ginn was gone that year. But total right. total inside joke. I'm sorry, Brandon no, Whedon. Different team. Different Brandon team. Whedon. Take a look at him. Total inside joke. But don't they look like Pudge minus thirty? Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. That's Pudge minus thirty. Still can't believe I'm right, so cracking the NFL. I want I want y'all to give me y'all Super Bowl picks right now. Holy. Freaking hell, Jesus it's May. Crying, you Frank. Let's do it anyways. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna be that ridiculous bandwagoner. Give me Cleveland just because I, I want to I wanna believe. I want to believe. I want to be in Believeland. So <laughs> Cleveland, you're going to have to give me a minute on the other because I've got I've to pull up my little team Cold chart Saints. here. <laughs> Cold Saints. I don't mind that. Hey, Cold Saints are pretty good one. Hmm. Colt Saints, Drew rides off into the sunset. Though, are you just saying that to I'm make cool Frank happy? No, I'm not I'm saying. Cool. It. <laughs> I'm not saying that to make Frank happy. I I could care less about his feelings about the uh, Saints. His feelings as a human, yes, but 
I I think they still have enough firepower, and they're honestly, I think the Saints will just get better and better. I mean, they they should have been in the damn Super Bowl this year. I mean, I, come on. I, I want to be vanilla and to say the Patriots, but honestly, I think I see Colts Rams. I could buy that. Colts Rams. Browns. Mm, man, Browns Dude. Bears. Okay. Browns Bears. Browns Bears. Bears, that defense nasty. That offense is getting ready to get nastier. I'm taking the Saints, and I'm going. Shocker! Homer! (laughs) Dope! Saints Chargers. See, I I will never believe the Chargers will make the Super Bowl. I wish Phil Rivers would have a title. I agree. The Chargers will never make the the Super Bowl. It's just not going to happen. Phillip Rivers, he's great at making kids. He's a wonderful guy. But at the end, he of the can day, go fourteen and two. Dude can throw out a bang. No, he can, but definitely, he ain't he can definitely go fourteen and two. He is a yeah. fourteen and two machine. Four, they when they didn't win it with LT, fourteen boys, two yeah. girls. He's the Jeff Fisher of quarterbacks. Except he goes fourteen and two, and then loses the first round. Can we just like, to the Patriots? Can we just call Jeff Fisher what he actually is—an anal Fisher, <laughs> Mister Seven and Nine? <laughs> just May Ninth, Fisher. Jeff Fisher Day. The, right. the runner of Vincian. I've had May all 9th, I've had all 9th. the fuego I can handle tonight. <laughs> it wasn't even fuego really tonight. No, it wasn't. We actually had this was kind of like the makeup session. This, this was, was uh, this us, was very civil. This was us making out with Frank live and you know post release. Going straight to VHS. <laughs> That's right, Frank North, Lexington can Bark. Say, so can I say one thing, Neil Holmes? Over. Go ahead. On Twitter over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of people attacking other people. Yeah, it's been ridiculous. And, and I want to say that I don't think as analysts or people that come on there and follow us for, I mean, I have over 1,500 followers. How? I don't know. I appreciate every single one of them. But Congrats on a lot of, A lot of people ask for advice from each and every one of us. Right. When they see us going back and forth attacking each other, like, what does that do other than make us look like assholes? Like, why can't we all just accept what somebody else's thoughts are, debate them in a civil way, and then move on? Like, why do we have to personally attack people? Like, I think... That's not just Twitter fantasy football. That's America right now. That's people's hard-headed ways. I agree. And I just, uh, I wish it would... Like, uh, fantasy football is my way to get away from all that bullshit. Amen. Yeah. The last yep. weeks, it's coming back. Well like, it's coming into the fantasy shit. And not just from me to the rest of fantasy Twitter, I would like to see if we can't tone the uh, aggression towards each other down and just work as a cohesive unit and try to help people who don't know as much or don't do as, have enough time to do the research or anything like that. And, help them make better decisions on their fantasy teams when they come asking for it. You know what you just did, Frank? You just inspired me. <laughs> and and I'm not I'm not saying this to to be an ass. I'm not. I, I think that was very well spoken. I agree with every word you said. And I am also going to make a uh, a Frank picture with the word hope at the bottom of it for this episode. Thank now, you. I appreciate that. Seriously, I, I couldn't agree with you more about it, your take on that. Same. That that's not hot. That's just real. Yeah. Uh at the end of the day, you know, it's people asking for opinions. It's not people wanting to get personally attacked on something. Like, we may not agree with, like, a trade that somebody makes. We may not agree with what, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo being the quarterback number one. But 
that doesn't make you a bad person. It's like, you know, I disagree, but here's why. I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes special, or I think Andrew Luck's got too many weapons, or this, that, and the other. But your opinion, you're entitled to it, and at the end of the day, it's like an asshole, man. We all got one. Like, you, we're it's, definitely it's okay. asshole. We're definitely assholes to our best friends. You know oh, I mean? but God, I, yes. Not some random Twitter guy. Oh, yeah. That's oh yeah. If I'm bashing someone, odds are I know them personally. Yes. Yeah. If I'm bashing somebody, I genuinely love you. Yeah. <laughs> I give. I give y'all shit. I've been giving y'all shit all week, and I remote. Like, I don't know. There's some people that thought I was legit mad. <laughs> <laughs> people thought I was legit mad. Uh, like I was going to come and rant for like five minutes, and y'all going to kick me off. Like no, that no. wasn't my. I was just building up the hype. Like, there's no hate. Like, I don't. It's just publicity. When you say my name four times on a podcast and people are going to listen to yeah. it, they're going to be like, who, who do they keep talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, see, I, I try not to say your name four times in front of the mirror with the lights out and for, in fear that you'll appear behind me. Yeah. And I don't say it three times because I'm afraid he'll appear in front of me. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Fuego, Frank, Fuego, Frank. That's hard to do. Fuego, Frank, Fuego, Frank. I can't do it. Yep. I just don't care to do it, right? I can't do it. It's too I'm just hard. afraid he's going to appear here. Don't do that. That'd be fun. It'd be fun if he could make the trip up like our, our boy Bowers is doing here uh, next month. Hey, I make my two-hour trip. Yeah. Yeah, Neil drives long <laughs> yeah. ways to be a part of this uh, dumpster fire. So, But, yeah, I, I agree 100%. Everybody just needs to uh, debate and not hate because it, there's – I say it every show now. There's no freaking such thing as a fantasy football expert. Definitely not. There is not. There's just not. Like, I've had terrible years. I've had great years. I feel overall that my common knowledge and my football smarts get me in the playoffs more often than not. You just get that bo- don't make you an expert. You, just like, get, you get bored and move your teams around too much to be an expert. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, yeah, it's like, you know, if I if I could build a rocket one out of ten times, you think NASA's going to hire me? Maybe. Maybe. That's true. They might. Um, like, if I knew exactly how everything was going to play out, I wouldn't be talking to any of y'all because I'd be stupid rich on my own island because exactly. I would have been playing. You know what I mean? Like, um, I do this, and I I started out as like just the hot takes guy, but like, obviously, like I'm trying. Which I guess it sounds weird because that's how I like built myself on the hot takes. Frank's great. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to get away from all of those, and I put I still put the takes out. I'm still gonna be Fuego Frank, but like. The takes I put out, I stand behind no matter what. Like last year, I said Kyle Rudolph was going to be the tight end one. I ate enough crow for that. I still eat crow for that. Like, I wish you cool would. Stand, <laughs> I we, say. we all have those moments. We all have those but, takes. Year in, year out. We all have those takes. They may they guess, may not be as advertised. They may be, you know, secondary to, to a topic we're talking about in the show. We may slip in those takes, but we don't announce them on Twitter and then stand up for them. So that's the reason Fuego Frank's on for the second time. Hey, let's just be real. Like, you, no one's going to remember the hits you had. They're going to remember the flaming, you know, Kyle Rudolph TE1 calls. They're going to, like, oh, my God, yeah, no, this because Kirk Cousins, blah, blah, and you go down in a, in a blaze of glory. They're not going to remember the fact that you're like, yeah, no, I could I could see, um, you know, Michael Thomas being wide receiver number three overall. Like, that's not what they're going to remember. No. I love you guys, but we are on an hour and 43. Let's wrap it up. That's a little more than I care to listen to on a, on a drive back and forth to work. Sign off, Frank. Well, I appreciate y'all having me on. Love y'all. Can't wait to come on again. Ah, we always enjoy uh, it. 
I, uh, if anybody wants to follow me, it's at DHH underscore Fuego Takes. Good follow. Uh, Whether you like his takes or not, good follow. You can always hit me up for advice. Um, know that I'm not going to ever give you no bullshit. I'm going to shoot you. To, I'm going to shoot it straight to you. I wouldn't take uh, his advice, but you could follow him for. I'm just sure. <laughs> I just put out. Um, we just put out our Superflex rankings that I'm part of on DHH. So you can go saw check that. that out. I saw that. I can't wait to check those out tomorrow um, at work. But uh, other than that, I appreciate y'all having me on again. Uh, hope y'all have a good night, and I'll talk to y'all later. You as well. Frank, thank you. Fuego's second, not his last. <laughs> Mark's out. We'll see you guys later. Good night. Later. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate y'all. Oh, you too, man. We'll talk to you later. All right. Y'all have a good night. See ya.